This is the Engaging Mobility Podcast, where we discuss topics related to transportation and aging, and consider the intersection of longevity and the social need for being able to move around in our communities. I'm Terry Cassidy, and I co-host this podcast with Susie Tichinski. We are so glad you've joined us today. Greetings and hello to everybody. My name is Susie Tichinski. I'm very excited to introduce and welcome Al Crosby. Al is the Pennsylvania State Coordinator for Driver Safety Program with AARP. And I've had the pleasure of getting to know Al as the Pennsylvania Carpet Coordinator. So I thought he'd be the perfect resource to connect with to talk to you about some of the wonderful programs that AARP offers uh, Susie, good afternoon. I, I'd like to uh, tell you a little about my background and my interest. My interest is in uh, helping the people within our community a, a service to uh, make it a safer community. And I've had some background in safety all my life with my career. But uh, I, I stepped forward as a volunteer and wanted to uh, do more for the program. It's a very, very important program. And by taking the AARP Smart Drivers course, drivers will refresh their knowledge of the rules of the road and learn research-based safety strategies to help maintain their confidence behind the wheel. They will also learn how to adapt to changes, changes in themselves, in their vehicles, and in the driving environments. In order to keep driving safely, more than 4,000 volunteers help deliver the courses that we do here in Pennsylvania, as well as across the 50 states and two possessions of Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico. By the way, we also have a smart driver tech uh, course. It's about an hour and a half and it explains all of the new technology that you see on your newer vehicles today, such as crash warnings and uh, lane watching. We also learn how to determine when it may not be the best to drive, for example, late at night when taking certain medications or during inclement weather, and how to plan for a time when a driving, the drivers are no longer capable or have problems driving. In our driving course, hit on the latest uh, state rules, uh, changes in the laws, regulations, uh, and we talk about construction zones, child safety seats, school buses, cell phones, and we, we really do not recommend using cell phones, including Bluetooth. We also focus on areas that can be used in additional training, like roundabouts, payment markings, stop signs, red light running, and safety issues such as speeding, seat belts, and turn signal use. That sounds like a really good comprehensive course. Yes, it is, uh, Susie. I'm able, as an individual, I do around 20, 25 courses a year. And uh, in Pennsylvania, we have uh, around 240 instructors, and we do uh, right around 900 classes a year across the state of Pennsylvania, and we have about 13,000 participants. We also do online training as well. So that's the... uh, driver safety program. How long is the course then? So this is usually offered live and is it done in a day? Is it done in two days, a couple hours? How long is the course the, itself? The course itself, if you have not been through the course, uh, the criteria for the course is 
uh, set by Pennsylvania Department of Transportation. And if you've not been through the course, the course first class is an eight hour class. And uh, PennDOT indicates that we uh, set up the course four hour length over a two day period. So there's two different uh, four hour segments. Each three years after that, uh, we are required to go through a four hour course. And the, the whole idea is to keep you current with today's laws and changes we have taking place. So uh, we have a certificate that we handle out to the uh, folks and they in turn uh, provide it to their insurance agent. And in the case of Pennsylvania, they uh, will receive a 5% discount on their automobile insurance. Oh, that's well worth it for sure. So would that be the same you think for other states where you typically start with like the first time you take the course, you take the eight hours and then that each time after that you take four hours or does it vary state to state and it's best to kind of be in touch with somebody in your own state to know what to do there? Yeah, that's a good question, Susie. Actually, uh, each state has to approve the course and uh, they approve it with their own criteria. So therefore, Pennsylvania has got an eight hour course and a four hour course. There are uh, many states that have it as a six hour course. So it it does vary from state to state. Primarily, we uh, will review with the participants the major changes in automobile technology, highway technology, as well as their own changing bodies. Uh, And then individually, by state by state, they also have reviewed the state specifics. Sure. And that makes sense. Like I wouldn't need to know about the laws in California, but certainly I need need to know about the laws in Pennsylvania. And as you mentioned, Pennsylvania, we're seeing more roundabouts. So understanding what does that mean and how do I manage that situation? I can see how the state specific information can be very helpful. I don't want to uh, misguide you. Most of the states have uh, similar laws and uh, regulations and methods of conducting themselves as drivers but there are some variations and uh, you just touched on the roundabouts and we as a state, along with other states, we all share technology as far as highway technology. And you pick down roundabouts and roundabouts actually have been uh, chosen to be a more efficient way of handling traffic. So therefore all of the states across the United States have adopted the roundabout technology. So you're gonna be over the future years seeing more and more roundabouts because it is uh, reducing the number of red lights and stop signs and a more efficient way of uh, traffic flow. That's going to be some exciting uh, roadways for a few of us. <laughs> 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 yeah. I grew up I grew up close to DC so I'm awfully used to roundabouts uh, but you know when you're used to maybe just the straight driveway just straight driving um, it could be a big change when you hit a roundabout for sure. Oh, yes. No, don't know about, you know, absolutely. Uh, roundabouts are not only single lane, they can be double lanes or triple lanes. Those are tricky. And, yes. Uh, they refer to as complex. <laughs> yes. It makes me think of, uh, I had the chance to go to Paris and stand at the top of the Arc de Triomphe and look down. I think that's 16 roads that intersect into a roundabout. I've been there. I understand what you're talking about. (laughs) Right. I don't remember the number of car accidents that they have per hour, but it's, it's very high. It's very interesting. So, um, you know, hopefully we don't have any 16 lane roundabouts coming our way, but (laughs) you know, Al, 
I was going to ask you, um, when, when's the best time to start taking a course like this, the smart driver course, who should we think about for this course? Well, specifically our driver safety training and our, uh, smart drivers handbook is geared towards senior drivers, 50 and over age 50 and over. And we really, that's when your, your, uh, your body starts changing and as you age and some of the things like reaction time becomes more important to a, uh, an older person. So we, we do blend in and are focus in on age 50 and over, but really a good time for anyone to take it would be on a regular basis every five, 10 years. And I, I've had many, I've had people as young as 17 years old take my course and my oldest person's been a hundred. So the course wow. works good for uh, uh, everyone. I love that. So I guess um, just a little plug for the practitioners that may be listening is, you know, it, at any age, someone can benefit from sharpening their driving skills. And this is one strategy for helping to think about the road rules, think about what we need for safe driving and helping to practice that. So like, for me, I think about, um, I might run into plenty of people between their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s who are doing really well, but maybe have had a joint replacement. And um, in my talking to them about their community mobility and plans to return to driving, adding in something like a smart driver course through AARP could be a great way for them to continue to keep those skills sharp and keep themselves on the road safely. Absolutely. Lovely. So you mentioned the, the technology course, the hour and a half technology course. Is that the smart yes. driver tech? Smart drivers tech. Yes. Can you tell us about that one? I'm really intrigued in this one. Well, what's happening is uh, actually since around 2013, depending on the automobile you're purchasing in the United States and from Europe or Japan, uh, they've been adding some uh, very good technology to help reduce accidents and to assist the driver. And for example, lane watch. Lane watch is where it, when you, you, you use cameras and with other technology, you use sensors. But in the case of lane watch, a, a, a camera on the right hand mirror on the outside of the vehicle, when you uh, turn lane watch on, you're able to see video of the cars on your right hand side to give you a better view of the cars around you. Whereas I mentioned earlier, a crash warning, uh, another type of technology which uses sensors and what occurs with crash warning is it works in conjunction with adaptive cruise. And when you're on cruise, for example, doing say 60 miles an hour down an interstate uh, and a car, you approach a car from the rear, it will measure your cushioning as they refer to it. And the cushioning is the amount of space between the front of your vehicle and the rear of the car in front of you. And when you become too close and you've decreased your cushioning, your car automatically breaks or slows your speed so that you maintain a certain cushioning between the vehicle in front of you and your vehicle. In fact, if you had a pedestrian walk out in front of you, it also can break your car and uh, stop it immediately. Uh, so it helps rear end collisions, a reduction of rear end collisions, 
and uh, that, that's a, a, a very, very good uh, technology to have. So that's a couple of the uh, technologies that we cover in the uh, new technologies or the smart tech course. Is that course only offered online or is it also offered in the classroom setting? The smart tech is actually offered online and in the classroom. Sometimes it's a, uh, a library classroom, it could be a church, or it could be a distributor of vehicles, like a car dealer's classroom, and there's no charge to attend that either. This has been one of my favorite courses recently because the, um, as a driver rehabilitation specialist, I run into a variety of different cars. Um, my cars, you know, I don't have anything that has the advanced technology in it yet, but being able to explore that in other people's cars has been really interesting. And just even to gain an understanding of what's available um, has been fantastic. I have recently really found that any clients that are using adaptive equipment, they benefit so much from that backup camera. And even the more recent camera where when you go in reverse, it gives you the bird's eye view of your vehicle and what's yes. around your vehicle. So mm -hmm. I, you know, even with this course offered through AERP, it's a great resource for all of us, practitioners, drivers, younger drivers. I think it's a great course for all of us to consider taking, especially uh, free for members, right? Right. Now, one of the things I'd like to uh, mention to you, you, you had mentioned the backup camera. We all love the backup cameras if you have it on your vehicles today. And what we uh, review with you when you're in our driver's safety class is that backup cameras are nothing more than an aid. And that's the same for the other technology. All technologies that you have on your vehicle are an aid. The driver of the car is still in charge of ensuring that you get from point A to point B safely. So, for example, with a backup camera, definitely, by all means, use the backup camera but you are still required by state law, since you're the driver of the vehicle, to turn around and look to see where you're moving backwards with your vehicle, uh, at the same time using your backup camera as an aid to ensure that there's uh, nothing there in the rear where you're backing. Just the point I'm trying to make with you. So important one. So, and it's the idea, we still need to drive as humans, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need to use the technology, benefit from the technology, but not fully rely on it at this point. That's correct. Yeah. You, the, all the laws on the books are set up as a every vehicle's got a driver, and the driver's responsible. Right, right. We'll save our autonomous vehicle conversation for another time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things I've noticed is, and um is that I have run into, you know, I mentioned I run into technology as a driver rehab specialist, but also at CarFit programs, I've been really introduced to some interesting technology as I see people arriving with their beautiful brand new vehicles with the newer technology in it. Um, and that happens at a CarFit event. So do you want to just briefly talk about CarFit? Do you have a couple points for that one? Sure, certainly. Uh we do have a carpet program, which we're very, very proud of. And uh, older drivers are more likely to wear their seat belts and less likely to speed or drink and drive. However, older drivers are also more likely to be killed or seriously injured when a crash does occur 
due to the people being very fragile at older ages. Fortunately, there are ways for drivers to adapt their cars and adjust their fit within them to reduce their risk of injuries during a crash. So we say, you know, fit into your car properly to take advantage of the uh, built-in safety equipment that had been engineered in your car. And to do that, make sure you're, you're sitting in your driver's seat properly. That's what car fit's all about. It, it's a, I, I recommend car fit for everyone. Very, very important. And another great way for um, <laughs> occupational therapy practitioners to become involved. It's a great event. As you mentioned, it's a collaboration between AAA, AARP, and the AOTA. And oh, so yeah. as occupational therapy practitioners, if you're listening in and you're interested in volunteering, we are always looking for more people to be trained. Um, there is a short training process, but we can connect you and, and get you trained up if you're interested. So in a couple minutes, we just have a couple more minutes here, Al, but just to wrap up, there's one more program I know that AARP um, has really become more involved in and really has um, helped to spearhead over the years, the We Need to Talk program, which of course, we, we're focused on independence and freedom and mobility, right? But uh, there's times to ensure freedom and independence that there's programs like the We Need to Talk that we need to tap into. Yes, that's, that's right, uh, Susie. Uh, we have a, a, a very good program. We need to talk. Now, you have to understand that driver safety, our objective is to keep drivers mobile, mobility as long as they can uh, physically and mentally handle the driving. We, we want them to stay mobile. But there are times when a person, uh, for one reason or another, is not able to drive. And uh, therefore, we have, we need to talk. We Need to Talk is a free 90-minute educational seminar offered in person and also online. It also has a Spanish version to it, and it's available. The seminar offers practical tips and advice to help you determine how to assess your loved one's driving skill. How are they doing driving? And provides tools to help you have this important conversation. Sitting down and talking about my driving, very, very important. Although anyone can take the seminar, it may be especially helpful to a caregiver who are caring for their parents or older loved ones and wondering if it may be time for them to hang up their keys, to turn their keys in, to stop driving. The seminar is interactive and consists of a combination of text, video footage, testimonials, and downloadable handouts. We Need to Talk offers tips and advice on three main subjects, the meaning and the importance of driving, ways to observe driving skills objectively, and how to reach and discuss driving alternatives. And it also includes how to plan a conversation about hanging up the keys while encouraging independence. You know, family conversation is most important, and the discussion about driving should begin taking place among family members long before there is a problem. Early, candid conversations reinforce driving safety issues without the pressure of asking someone to limit or stop driving together. Ideally, the transition from driver to passenger will happen gradually over time, allowing all family members to adjust to the new circumstances. 
it's a very excellent program and it will shine some light on perhaps some sensitive areas of your driving ability. I actually really like this program. I've used it for several years myself as an occupational therapist. Um, I've held groups with family members, caregivers. I've invited my AARP partners in. And um, it's, it's really a great resource. It's organized so beautifully with lots of information you can share. And it's one more way to start the conversation. So I can't, um, you know, I, I can't recommend it enough. I actually would love to endorse this, this program. I think it's a nice program, especially if you live in an area where you, nobody else seems to be starting the conversation, but we need to talk is a great way to go and a great way to start. So another great program from AARP. And well, Al, you really seem to be quite involved across the board from we need to talk to AAR or to CarFit to Smart Tech and Smart Driver. You've got it all covered. Well, it's helpful. And <laughs> it's helped me out as a driver without a doubt. And uh, it, uh, I've provided an opportunity for me on several occasions to uh, talk to people and help them and uh, help them see where they can actually compensate and become a safer driver. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's incredible. Um, so, and then maybe we should just wrap up by sharing that AERP is a association that's open to members of any age. I'm a member. Um, I know I've been a member now for a couple years and the, the membership benefits everybody and all these different programs that are being developed and the different resources that are available. So I think it's a great way to be connected at any age is by joining up and, and being involved with AARP. Thank you for your time, Al. And of course, thank you for volunteering all of your time for these wonderful programs. I think it's just tremendous and you're an incredible resource for us here in Pennsylvania, but I know you go beyond as well with your work and your volunteer work. So a big thank you from all of us. Okay, thank you, Susie. All right, have a really great day. Thank you now. Thank you for listening to the Engaging Mobility Podcast. You can find links for further information on the website, www.engagingmobility.org. I want to thank the Colorado Department of Transportation, Health Promotion Partners, and Adaptive Mobility Services for their support of this podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Terry Cassidy. I have a doctorate in occupational therapy, and I'm a certified driver rehabilitation specialist. As the owner of Health Promotion Partners, I help clients stay active in their community and make healthy decisions about transportation and aging in place. To learn more, visit my website, www.healthpromotionpartners.com. Susie Tachinsky is an occupational therapist, certified driver rehab specialist, and has achieved her specialty certification in driving and community mobility. She is the owner of Adaptive Mobility, a private company that provides client driver rehab services and education for practitioners seeking to become driver rehab specialists. Learn more at adaptivemobility.com or through her Facebook group, Driving Rehab for the OT.